big book. And as I say, Paul might find this interesting or he may not. It'll be dependent on what he wants to talk about. So this is from page 54 of uh, the big book, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous from We Agnostics. Hence, we saw that reason isn't everything. Neither is reason, as most of it use, us use it, entirely dependable. Though it emanate from our best minds, what about people who prove that man could never fly? Yet we had been seeing another kind of flight, a spiritual liberation from this world. People who rose above their problems. They said God made these things possible, and we only smiled. We had seen spiritual release, but like to tell ourselves it wasn't true. Actually, we were fooling ourselves, for deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. It may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or other, it is there. For faith is a power greater than ourselves, and miraculous demonstrations of that power in human lives are facts as old as man himself. We finally saw that faith in some kind of God was a part of our makeup, just as much as the feeling we had for a friend. Sometimes we had to search fearlessly, but he was there. He was as much a fact as we were. We found the great reality deep down within us. In the last analysis, it is only there that he may be found. It was so with us. We can only clear the ground a bit. If our testimony helps sweep away prejudice, enables you to think honestly, encourages you to search di diligently within yourself, then if you wish, you can join us on the broad highway. With this attitude, you cannot fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come to you. Kaboom. So, and with that, I'll hand you over to Paul. All right, thank you, <clears throat> Dave. Uh, Paul Alcoholic. I wanted to start out uh, changing the emphasis a little bit. This isn't about the steps. It's about a way of seeing the steps from seeing the exact nature of the wrong, not the wrongs, meaning the selfishness, the self-seeking and frightened and stuff, but the underlying uh, condition that allows self to have so much sway in our lives. Let's just call it self, yeah? There must be some condition that allows uh, self, which is, I mean, they must use it, the word, so many times in the big book, more than any person's name, I mean, because what we're really dealing with is self, not Paul, Jimmy, David, Mary, Ann. We're dealing with self as Mary, Jim, Bill, Paul, Ann. Yes? There's an act of being identified as the seat of the problem. So if that view doesn't, is, if that view isn't seen, then you're going to be looking at the steps from that view. Yeah, That has a huge uh, influence on how the steps are going to be seen. If you're looking at the steps through the eyes of self, it's completely different than looking fr you know, from the eyes of, let's say, the higher power. It's completely different uh, interpretation. So the sense of being the interpreter has a huge role in all the interpretations. And uh, I find the root of the problem is an act of being identified with a mental idea that's stubbornly maintained by picturing ourselves as a thing, thinking ourselves as a thing, feeling ourselves as a thing. And then that thing 
coming up against all the dilemmas that a thing will come up against because there's a mistake in the identity. Are we spirit or are we not? Or are we something else completely that needs to become spiritual or to have a spiritual awakening? I don't see it as the latter. I see it as the former, that we are spirit. And the act of being identified as self is forgetting that seemingly and it's underappreciating that to the point where there's no attention being paid to it. And all the attention and interest is going into the system where the problem resides, which is the mental state. So uh, I feel the importance of getting the diagnosis of what's the basis of our defeat is to be the most important aspect because if not, the steps are going to be influenced by the problem. Yeah. So this reading, again, is speaking about a lot of things, but about the what has not been reliable is what we've been relying on, the thought system, or what they call reason. So the reason or the mental logic that we've been relying on has proven over and over again to be unreliable. But what allows us to stubbornly keep relying on it? We're in the act of being identified as it. Yeah, We don't have a clear view. We can't take an objective inventory of it because we think it's us. Yeah, We're not, We can't get rid of the pants in the clothes store because we think we are the pants, so to speak. It's sort of like the pooper scooper story that we've used. It's a symbol of this. It's a symbol of, of uh, you know, having that beautiful lawn, beautiful backyard, and your whole life becomes, it plays a huge role in your life. You love to run around with no shoes on in the morning dew. You're having, you know, people come over and do lawn bowling. You rent it out for marriages. You really love the beauty of it and all the birds that come and everything. And then one day you jump down off the porch and you land in some shit. And the shit is, uh, and then you go back and clean your foot off and there goes the running around without any shoes on. You've got to adapt to the new situation. You wear boots now. And then you're walking around the property and there's shit all over the place. And you're wondering what the hell and it stinks. And you got to cancel the lawn bowling tournament for that weekend. There's no going around doing, you know, angels in the morning do. Uh, so basically, you go inside, you try to forget it, you have a couple of drinks or whatever, and then you go back out in the afternoon, there's more shit and it even smells worse. So then you basically go in and being overmatched, you just start trying to avoid it or fucking, all right, close the windows, close the curtains. And let's watch videos of Kentucky bluegrass or lawns and shit. <laughs> and you start bemoaning the loss of your lawn to other people and they're having the same experience. And so you gather together and have meetings and you talk about what it was like to have a lawn, what it's like now not having the lawn and so on and so forth. And then uh, you start... Uh, sharing a lot and then people start calling you for advice how the hell am I going to live with this fucking lawn so then you come up with an idea of pooper scoopers well if I can pick up enough shit and in a quick enough time I'll have at least a little bit of my lawn open and available so I can at least hang out there 
even though it stinks, the smell and everything, uh, at least feel some something. So you start sharing about the use of pooper scoopers and people start getting a little bit of relief and then you become like a circuit speaker and now you're having, you now learn how to use two pooper scoopers at the same time and you're starting to, you write a book about it and then you're going to international conferences and you start having autographed models of pooper scoopers and you start producing them and you got a leather jacket with pooper scooper master or whatever and you're, you know, uh, and there you go and then one day someone meets you and says, hey, I thought I heard you had a problem and you said, no, I don't have a problem, I have the solution to it. You know, fucking picking up the shit as quickly as possible and then got, the guy goes, okay, and he, as he's walking out, he says, hey, what about, just find the dog. Yeah. What? What an incredible novel idea. Instead of becoming a master shit picker upper, let's see the source of the shit. Maybe if you could see the source of the shit and get rid of that source, there won't be any shit to pick up. Yeah. And you would think that person would just run for the solution. But now his head is quite invested in his solution because he's a fucking circuit speaker and um, he's got tons of scoop, pooper scoopers in the garage he's got to sell. And he's got like, you know, his financial security is based on him being a master of picking up shit. So he doesn't really want to hear the solution anymore because he thinks he has a solution. But the solution is get rid of the dog. <clears throat> now, in one sense, if you're identified as the dog, how can you imagine getting rid of it? Killing yourself? Yeah. So basically, your identification as the dog, oh, the only possibility of being free from the shit is managing it a little bit better. Because you can't see that you're not the source of the shit. If you saw you weren't the dog, you could get rid of it. This is the whole point. Yeah, there are people that are unbelievably clear about the steps and the concepts, and the traditions, and the world service, and everything. They're, it's awesome. It's been laid out. They can go over every word in the big book and see the meaning of it. I'm speaking about something else. I want to see the root of the problem so that the problem doesn't migrate with me into the solution and causes the solution to have a limited effect, a severely limited effect. And I feel like Bill W., knowing it or not, knew something. Because he says before we, we get into the third step, which is the main principle of the way of life of recovery, reliance on something greater than self, he says you got to quit playing God first. So there's something that's playing God when we get to the third step. It hasn't been vanquished because we stopped drinking. It's still playing God. To me, that's the self, that's the thought system, that's the identification with the self that allows it to defeat us. And so we go into the fourth set to do what? Well, a lot of people think they're going to look at their resentments, their fears, their harm to others. And that's one of the ways that's promoted by the people in recovery. But there's one that's promoted in the big book, which is being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the premise of the working steps, the fourth step to begin with. 
So you look at how self has defeated you, not how you defeated you, because you didn't defeat you. You were used to defeat you. By, by, by the identification as the parasite, we've allowed the parasite to manifest through us, and when it manifests through us, we call them ours. We're in the act of being identified as the self. We're not, the head is. And when you can see you're not that, the, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. And when it becomes available, in my experience, it told me why I wasn't, what, what was happening before, I was trying to be free as self. And that's captured, the futility of that is captured by the statement, self can't get out of self. I don't understand that because I'm taking one aspect of self to be Paul. And I think Paul can get out of self. Well, in fact, Paul is not Paul. Paul is the act of being identified as self, so self cannot get out of self, applies to Paul, Jim, Mary, Dave, and Anne, and everyone else. Because it's not Jim, Paul, Mary, Anne, and Dan that are getting out of self. It's self. Yeah. We're identified as something other than us. That's what I want to get across. Because all the other stuff has been gone over with a fine tooth comb. All the manifestations, all the skillful means to deal with living with the parasite. But I want freedom from it. I want freedom from the bondage of self. So, there, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Uh, we've got a question here from Kev and anybody else who, uh, who has a question or, or wants some clarity on, on, on Paul's um, statements here today, go ahead and raise your virtual hand. Come on well, in, I'm Kev. Hey, well, I'm new here, but I'm going to tell you something. This is actually kind of uh, liberating as far as, uh, you know, self will run the riot. You know, I know for me, I couldn't get out of, I get out of my own way if I wanted to, you know, you know, um, it's really interesting self, self, you know, it talks about selfish motives, you know, um, my own agenda, you know, I always tell people my agenda sucks. And uh, once I get a bright idea, you better run for the hills. Um, for me, it has to do with surrender. I don't know about anybody else with surrender. And, um, that this is actually pretty powerful. I never really, you know, I think about it, but the concept of self kind of eludes me because I am so self-centered, I don't see self. Mm -hmm. And that sounds kind of ironic. And that's where the, uh, you know, the double-edged sword comes in. You know, when you, you know, to get rid of self is almost like getting rid of your own identity. And, but the crazy part about all that is, as an alcoholic, we don't know who the hell we are. That's the crazy part about it. It's a vicious cycle. You know, uh, you know, I've been sober for a few 24 hours and I've got a toolbox that I always go into. And one of them is self-reflection. You know, what are my motives and why do I do what I do? And how come these things always happen? 
and I always have to step Kev, back. Kev, sorry, excuse me, Kev, mate. Um, it's a it, this is a Q and A, so just sorry, it's a wonderful what you're saying, and I really respect it because everything you're saying. But if you've got a question on what Paul says, then just okay. just can just okay. go on, but just make it a question, mate. That'd be awesome. Thank okay. you. Sorry, brother, I don't mean yeah, to. no worries. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. The thing is, all on self. Give me the definition of self in a spiritual sense. Help me understand that, please. Thank you. Well, let's say self is the feeling of being the doer when an action happens through you. Self is the sense of being the feeler when feelings are moving through you. Self is the sense of self is the one who thinks it's the thinker of the thoughts that are being noticed. Yeah. The sense of self claims to be the consciousness that's allowing seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It believes it's the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, when obviously seeing there's no volition involved in it. It's not you seeing. There's seeing, there's hearing, there's feeling, there's tasting, there's touching. That's the basis of all of our squares life. Yeah. The idea of Paul comes after the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the smelling, and the tasting. Yet, when it comes after, it says it's before. So now it becomes the doer of what it's not doing. It becomes the thinker of what it's not thinking. And it becomes the feeler of all the feelings that are being moved through us. That's the sense of self. It's a sense of being the owner of a lot of shit it has nothing to do with. Yeah? It's remembered. It's worried about. It's seen as a body constantly, all day. And we're not that. That's why it says a lot of shit in our life in, rec in active addiction is self-imposed. In other words, self imposes shit on us. Self manifests through us, this idea of self. There is no self, it's an idea. So the self manifests through us and it's by its manifestations, it defeats us. Yeah, And when we meet the parasite, when we... When we get introduced to self, we call it me. So we're in the act of being identified as something that we're not, and we're living from that, yeah? And therefore, we're living an interpretation of life at the expense of living life, yeah? And some of us are sick and tired of being sick and tired, and we've realized we've exhausted every one of self's solutions to self as the problem, and we realize, yes, surrender is the key. But it's not you surrendering, it's surrendering of self, basically. You surrender this fucking idea of self. And how do you do that in recovery? By the working steps. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, there is a sense of surrender. I've had that. But the surrender of AA is four through nine. Yeah? Mm -hmm. yes. so first you see how self has defeated you, you see its patterns, you speak about that with someone else, 
that other person illuminates some of the patterns you may not have noticed. Now, when self appears in your life, you bring it to step six and seven. And then, based on the appearance of self in your life, you make a list of people you owe amends to, and then you make those amends where they won't hurt other people and stuff. Yes? That's four through nine. Then you have an awakening. Of what? It's more an awakening from self. Yeah, you waken up to the fact that you're not that, and then 10 and 11, 12 can maintain that new condition. And it's not a new condition, it's always been the condition. One, another condition that was overriding it seemingly got diminished. So they, how do you know it's being diminished? Like they talk about on page 63, you'll lose interest in self and gain interest in others. Yeah, you'll lose interest in self. Not you. You'll gain interest in others. In that statement, you're an other. <laughs> you'll get, you'll give, get interested in others by losing interest in self. That's how it works. Yeah. Right. Amen. Thank you. So this is how I'm, I see it. And uh, I haven't seen it any other way since I saw it this way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm open, if I'm open for a new answer, but no answers have come. So I, yeah, I deem this to be the last answer. Yeah. <laughs> revelation sounds like it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. I'm just putting it out there with the hopes that uh, if people, if it fits, wear it. It's gonna, it's gonna serve you well. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, the big book. The big book did not give the exact diagnosis of the root of the problem. It didn't. It talked plentiful about the manifestations of it, but it didn't know. It didn't. It hadn't been revealed to them how it actually occurs and keeps occurring, and what feeds it, and and the ingredients of the petri dish that all of its shit grows in. Well. I'm, I'm just humbly putting out an idea. Maybe it'll work for you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thank you, Brilliant. Thank you, you can't make this a religion. You can't make AA a religion. Bill W. wasn't Moses, and Dr. Bob <laughs> wasn't St. John. Yeah? They were vehicles for something to come through, and we're vehicles for something to come through. Don't mistake the messenger for the message. The message is different. Yeah? Amen. You're right about that. It's a living, it's a living program. You're right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. It's not an end all be all. We already know that. So yeah. No, no, perhaps you know, something's gonna constantly reveal to us a lot of shit. Good and bad. With the hope, yeah. and hopefully the stuff that isn't you, you can bring the step six and seven. That's the whole point. Yeah, of reliance on something greater than self. You bring self well, to that beautiful. which you're relying on. Yeah, you're not bringing self to self. That doesn't go anywhere. You're bringing self when you recognize it to the higher power, and then the higher power changes that energy. It like reconfigures the rope and uses it for better purposes than being knotted up all fucking day. Yeah. That's how I see it. But I'll tell you, the amount of relief you're going to get based, that you're going to be able to 
receive and have it stabilize is based on the root of the problem. It is. If you don't see that this thing is foreign to you, you're going to be looking from it as you. Yeah. And the way it's going to look at the program is going to be a very fucking small way. Yeah. You'll be in the program constantly pledging allegiance to the self. Even in the shares. Oh, I'm so very, so great, but I'm still fucked up. Nothing's really, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like somebody who who is freed from an oppressor, yet still fucking ties worry and concern to that oppressor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do know in a sense. I'm just sharing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy I have this platform because, uh, yeah, I see the value in going over every word and stuff like that. But if if the exact nature of wrong is missed, that wrong is going to be in all of your fucking activities. It's going to influence and infect your solution or the solution it is. And without knowing it, you'll adapt to it. You'll adapt to living as the parasite. Even in recovery. There's nothing you need to do. You just hear this and see if it's true for you. Yeah? And if it's true for you, that power that you've been introduced to, that higher power, you'll see what happens. I mean, it's not a call to arms. You just reflect on the obviousness of the root of the problem. You recognize it as an act of being identified as it. Yeah? And then you start seeing the act go on, but you're not going with the act anymore. And in a sense, at that moment, there's the possibility of being free from the bondage of self. Because the bondage of self is act is the identification as self. That's the bondage. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bondage. Yeah. There's if there's not a self bonded to self, there's us and, and there's the bondage to self or of self. So there's us that's bonded of self to self, yeah? How is that? By being identified as self, obviously. That bondage isn't true, it isn't real. The handcuffs that you think are uh fucking cufflinks, they're not handcuffs. Yeah. So it's just lack of knowledge, really. Lack of understanding. Lack of possibility. And this is what the self tries to diminish in us. Possibility, understanding. Yeah. The last thing it wants to do. Look at our community. Why is it that usually most people go out around the fourth step? Because the parasite does not want you to look at your role in things because you'll see its role in things. Mm. It does not want you to do an inventory because it's in there. It's in there. You'll <laughs> see it. Yeah? So it, wants, uh, <clears throat> it will wax poetically about every fucking thing, but it won't fucking do the work because it doesn't want to be noticed and seen. Yeah? <laughs> it doesn't. 
I mean, how hard is it to do an inventory that seems to be all about you? I mean, I would think you'd be interested in it. But no, 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 no. Yeah. So, I don't know. There you go. Thanks. Let's move. Let's have another question or whatever. Put on your cab. Thank you. Very, very nice, Paul. Hey, we're going to hear from Bev. Looks like she's out walking. Hey, Paul. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Okay. I, I talked to you one other time at one of the other meetings. Um, it's been a, a month or so ago. And um, I'm kind of going to piggyback on Kev's question because I was just listening to one of your other videos when I realized you guys were live. So um, when you say um, to see your role in things and then you will see self's role in things, is that the same thing? I mean, is it the same? When I see my role in things, am I seeing self's role in things? Because it seems like I won't be well, able to see that. That's what you need to find out, honey. <clears throat> that's what you need to find out. Knowing it doesn't do shit. Finding right. out, though. Yeah. So do so an inventory. I, I, check it out. See what, see what, uh. <laughs> well, all right. So let me ask you. I'm not, I'm not in a program. But I'm wondering if I need to be in a program. Um, so, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I mean, I find myself having more than I need to, but it's not all the time. So, I mean, I don't know how I would be accepted in a meeting. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there are levels. Well, you're being on accepted it. now, so there you go. You what? You're being accepted now. You weren't ejected when you said you're not in a program. <laughs> right. So if I go and I have the book and I can do it by myself, is that going to work or do I need to go into? I mean, there's so much about this that I feel like fits me and maybe I'm trying to force my foot in the shoe, but it keeps calling me back. And so well, no, honey, you know what would be good is after the talk. There's, the room stays open, and then people, we can share about that. But no, it, the way of life of AA has been pigeonholed only for addicts and alcoholics, but it's just a solid way to check out the action figure. Yeah? Right. Just right. that most people won't seem to take it based on virtue. They've got to be dragged into it. So, but uh, it's a very, it's a, a lot of people... Instead of using the word drinking, they put thinking. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. But drinking does go like in there. Thinking anonymous, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they say okay. I'm okay. powerless okay. over, th uh, over the thinking, and it's making the life unmanageable. Yes. And so I'm saying that, but as I'm saying that, I realize that it's the self that's saying it. So well, I'm just needing to no, show it, willingness. It may not be the self. See, this is the tricky thing. There is no self there, but there's a claiming of what's happening. The claiming of what's happening usually, usually is going on without the host, let's say us, knowing it. When the host starts knowing it, the claiming will continue, but it doesn't produce the effects. Yes? Right. You'll see the, you'll see the head playing God, 
but you don't have to try to force it to stop playing God. That's what it does, but you lose interest in it. And that's how there's the quitting of playing God. So it's literally, it's literally not paying attention to it. Like you notice it and then you kind of just. Yes, because on. it's not you. See, this is the right. primary point. See, if you think it's you, there's going to be interest in it. Right. <laughs> that's how right. it goes. Just like uh, if you're listening to another conversation in another room because you're hoping they'll say something about you, and after five minutes they haven't said anything about you, you'll probably lose interest. Yeah, right. Because it's they're not they're not the conversation isn't about you. This <laughs> is the exact same thing with the it, with the conversations in the head. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what, it's I mean, what you're not talking about what it is, and you're not either of them. Yeah. This is, how, so you, this, it, this is how there's a loss of interest. Yeah. And so if I am, like, it, it ping-pongs back and forth, I know. But, like, just kind of resting in that. Just resting in that. I mean, yeah, there's, nothing, there's nothing to do, right? I mean, even if you don't feel like anything's happening... Or, I mean, that's sometimes great. I feel, huh? That's great when you don't, when you feel like nothing's happening. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I'm looking for some, I'm really not, I mean, I feel like I've listened to so many of these that I, I can kind of see, I mean, you call it so perfect, it's so mechanical, but... I don't know. It seems like I still get caught up in it in my head. And, you know, sometimes me, I'm telling myself, well, gosh, this is just not doing, I mean, I just feel like I'm not getting anywhere, not getting anywhere, but maybe I live lighter and then I live heavier. And I guess, is that still part of it? You, I mean, you'll have yeah. days of heaviness. Yes, for sure. Okay. Okay. This is about traveling lighter through lighter and heaviness. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And the idea, honey, is, the idea is a lot of the like uh, conversations in the head is self with self, so to speak. Yeah. There's there's one that's you see as an other voice, but then the voice that's claimed to be you hearing the other voice is also not you. You see. Self appears, there's two aspects of the selfing. There's the thief aspect and the policeman aspect, yeah? So let's say you get finally get into recovery, and then that Paul that was running around, all right, is now noticed, oh, so that was the problem. So now you've recognized the thief, but you don't recognize the thief is now appearing as the policeman. Yeah. And so basically, <laughs> it's a twofer. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it was, it's hard to explain, but just, uh, just listen to this information. If it lands somewhere, it's going to, it grows its own root. Yeah. You don't have to water it or stuff. It's just going to, 
start growing and it's going to have an influence, yeah? And you'll see things in a new light and maybe that new light will allow a possibility of traveling lighter through the lightness and the heaviness, yeah? There you go. And after a while, uh, you reach a conclusion, what more do I want? That's, that's more than enough, yeah? So to be able to take what was taken to be so dramatic and serious as basically a comedy show is awesome. And to be able to live Rule 62, not taking yourself so seriously, is awesome. And you and I can't produce that, but we can definitely express it and observe it. But we can't produce it, yeah? On our own, on our left to our own devices, uh, we're the problem, so to speak, yeah? But we can also, we can observe the solution and we can express the solution. We can have gratitude for it. We can honor it. Yeah. But we're not the source or the cause of it. Yeah. Something is moving through us. Yes. Yeah. See, this statement of quit playing God obviously implies there's something playing God <laughs> in, our, in our life obviously, or they wouldn't have used that terminology. And it's quite important to recognize that because in the statement it says, first, you got to quit playing God, and next in this drama of life, you know, relying on the higher power is the key. But obviously, what's taking the most importance in those paragraphs is first, you got to quit playing God. So maybe first you've got to see the playing of God, and recognize maybe it's not you that's playing God, and when you see it is not you, that's the sort of quitting playing God, yeah? Yeah? It doesn't mean the playing God quits. The playing God continues, but you quit being the one who's playing God, yeah? That's where the relief lies, because suddenly the playing God... <laughs> Let's say it's proclamations are in like, uh, they're not in all capitals, they're in smaller print, yes? You don't take it so seriously, and it's not directing your actions or the actions and the, yeah. You're free from the bondage of self, basically, yeah? You're seeing false evidence as false evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have the opportunity to appear real. <laughs> and then decisions based on self, you're now, t now that base on self has been shook up. So now the decisions aren't based on self as much. Yeah. And those decisions produce a win-win for you and others and shit like that. Yeah, this is just all, all the... You can observe, and you have observed the effects of the solution, yeah? And you give great glory to that which you believe is producing the effects. Well, you can see the, the, uh, the effects of the problem, and let's, give, let's have an understanding and recognize we're not that, yeah? We realize we're not that that's doing all this wonderful shit in our lives. We give great honor and gratitude to the higher power, well, let's pin the fucking shit on the lower power. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop calling it you. 
Yeah. Why is it you? And now while it's getting good, it's God, 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 God. Don't you think you were on the you were under the influence of a lower God earlier? I mean, obviously. Just like the higher power is working through you, the lower power is working through you. Yeah, you just upgraded greatly. <laughs> That's all. So, I mean, something is going to work through us. Either the mental state is going to be the dominant God, or let's say the spiritual condition is going to be the dominant God. Yes? I mean, you're a flute in a way. You've got to be played. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You're not what's giving breath to the fucking notes. You're expressing the notes. Yeah. Watch, watch someone you know for a few years and then they go out. Their expressions are completely fucking different because the lower God has taken over. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yes or no? Even their facial structure looks different. Their eyes look different. Yeah? You can't, you don't recognize the fucking intruder? You don't recognize the intruder? You don't see? Something took us over, yes or no? Didn't you feel like transportation? You felt like something used you. Once the idea of cocaine came in the head, it was a fucking hunt for cocaine. Yeah? Then I got into it, and nothing could stop me. Not even physical tiredness. I just stayed up for eight, seven to ten days until I got arrested. Really. Until somebody fucking put the cuffs on me. And as soon as I got out of jail, I did the same thing over and over and over again. I know that. You're never going to convince me that was me. There's no fucking way. Something took me over. And something now has taken me over. The higher power <laughs> before the lower power. You want to look at it that way. You've got to recognize the lower power as not you to be free from it. If not, if you keep identifying with the lower power, the lower power is practicing the program. It's in the midst of your recovery. You take it, you take it to every fucking meeting while it does inventories on everyone else, yeah? <laughs> hey, everyone has the right to see it the way they see it. Yeah. But I, you know, I tried a lot of shoes on to try to explain what the fuck is going on. And finally, these shoes are presented, and these have fit. And I've been wearing them now for maybe since eight years of sobriety, now 32 years. So that's 24 years of wearing the same fucking shoes, and they've served me well. Yeah? I'm not saying no one else can wear any other shoes. I'm just sharing. (laughs) Just sharing what it's like to wear these shoes yeah, and realizing you're not abandoning you to God, you're abandoning self to God because you're not self. Yeah. Yes. That that thing that's running through the fabric of existence isn't you. It's like a virus. Yes, it can be removed. 
It can be limited. It can be weakened. But if you keep calling it you, you're reinforcing it and strengthening it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Bev. Make sure you check the chat. There's a couple things in there for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hear from Kristen now. Come on in, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Paul. Trying to find you, yes. Go ahead, I can hear you. Okay, great. Um, so let me see if I can put this in a question. So the other day on Tuesday, you said that self um, has us crippled. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking that wouldn't it be, I'm not trying to be a smart ass, I'm just trying to get clear. Wouldn't it be that selfing has us crippled? Yes, or yes, yes. But I try to use, I try, I fall back into the use of self from the big book, yes. But it's actually an activity for sure, selfing. Okay, so it's, um, so the selfing has created the idea of self. Yes, it makes it, it actually reinforces it. It makes the idea and reinforces it, yes. Okay, so it's like what you were talking about having plans to build a house and then you build a house. Yes. Okay. It, it tries to, when it has its plans to build a house, it says the house is already built. See, this is the dilemma with selfing. Selfing implies something's already so that's never been so. Right. This is the dilemma. It, it has a whole, whole history of you being self and it, you never were. Yeah, that's the whole trip. It's like a, it's like a magic, it's a magic trick in the mental state. Yes? Yeah. So the movement of selfing is to claim. So what happens is life is happening, then it's claimed, and now it's seen as life's happening to me. So now instead of living, you have an interpretation of life. Yes? Yeah. This is what's happening all day. There's nothing right or wrong in it. It's just being able to notice it would be probably pretty cool. So that there's, if you notice it, there are other options. Not within it, but from outside of it. Yeah? Yeah. 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 You see, there's a value. Like some people value knowledge. Some people value understanding. There's an incredible value of awareness, yeah? If, if the awareness that we are can be brought to a situation, it's got a lot of juice, a lot of power. Once you become aware of something, it's amazing how that something can change. Yeah? Yeah. That awareness to me is spirit, yeah? Yeah. So... so Oh, Spirit sorry. is like that unsuspected inner resource, and it's not really being, it's not, uh, <laughs> in a way, we're living 
in a lack of accessing it, really. Yeah, because yes. we try to when there is a desire to access it, we try to access it through the mental state. Yes. And then the mental state fucking neuters it and does a lot of mutating of it. Yeah. When we are spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness isn't awareness isn't accompanied with thought. It's aware. Yeah. It's like a brilliant clarity. And the worst day of my life never diminished it, nor did the best day of my life embellish it. It just is. Yeah. That when you see life from there, there is clarity in the understanding. Yeah. And you can actually get down to the exact nature of things and causes and conditions. If you keep looking at the causes and conditions from what's causing those conditions, the view is going to be pretty limited, yes? Mm -hmm. So, if you see the selfing from self, you think it's just your daily narrative, yeah? If you see the selfing from spirit, there is no self. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, mm, the selfing is, I don't know how to put this, but it's like the selfing is causing the idea of a self. And yes. And there isn't one. Is that correct? Making, no. It's making, it's, it's assured, it's completely, uh, it's made it already so. So when yeah. you entertain, when you're listening to selfing, it's saying there's there's a self that's doing the selfing. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. 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 It's like a so, double layer. It's just a trip. But the fact is, we're not that, you know. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. It's not something that you need to acquire. You are of spirit. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I mean... If you look at the experience of the baseline of our day, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? There isn't a thing that's doing that. There's a thing that's expressing that, which is the body, but the body isn't doing consciousness. Consciousness is enlivening or animating the body, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So in the hierarchy of things, you would say that spirit is primary, yeah. Why not live like that? <laughs> you know, yeah. what I mean? why not live like that? <laughs> why not live as if spirit is primary? Because because if you do, you'll find out it is. <laughs> yeah. If you assume the fact, it will prove to be a fact. Yeah. If you question the assumed facts of selfing, you'll see it's false evidence. But when you rely on that, that which is reliable, you'll find that it's reliable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, I don't see why, let's say spirit is the primary starting point, yeah? Yeah. And then the mental, emotional, physical come after, yeah? Why would you want the mental, emotional, physical to be the boss of the cultivating of the spirit? It just makes no sense to me. 
Yeah? Why would I why would I hire them to be the maintenance of the spirit? <laughs> it's insane. They have their own agendas, the mental, yeah? The emotional, physical. Why would I I would rather have the spirit in its location and then the mental, physical and emotional. Yeah? <laughs> Why do I want to live with the mental, physical, emotional first? and spirit a distant, maybe a possibility, or every once in a while when I'm in a pinch, I'll use it as a skillful means, you know what I mean? Why would I want to only rely on it when the shit hits the fan? I'd rather live that, I'd rather live on that basis, yeah? So that the shit won't get, you know, the fan won't get turned on and the shit won't get thrown, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, it's, I don't see, Yeah, what a, <laughs> why would I want that which comes after to dominate that which is before? I just don't see it. Yeah? yeah? If you try to have a spiritual condition based on being a physical condition, you've now reinforced the fact that you're a physical condition and you're forgetting spirit while you're trying to reinforce the idea of spirit. <laughs> I mean... You know, prove me if I'm wrong. I just said how I see it. Yeah. So now at least the horse is in front of the cart. You know, spirit awareness is what we all share. Yeah. That's our basis. Where you're from isn't my basis. What you look like isn't the same basis. How you feel isn't the same basis. But the same basis is our whole life is based on seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And what's affording or what's allowing that to occur isn't the body. The body facilitates it. It's consciousness, the spirit. Yeah? And so why is spirit playing such a small role in here? Because there's an obsession with the mental condition. We're taking ourselves to be a thing. We're thought about all day as a thing. We're remembered as a thing. We feel like a thing. Yeah? yeah. How is yeah. that thing going to become spiritual? <laughs> it's pointless. It's going to, all the spirituality will be overridden by the thingness. Yeah? Maybe you're appearing as a thing. Yeah? But you are of spirit. I don't know. <laughs> it just makes. It's worked here, that's all. It's sort of like, you know, water always runs down, yeah? Let's say spirit is the high point. Its influence runs down into the other conditions, yeah? Mm. Trying to have, to force water to run this way doesn't fucking work, yeah? It's against its nature. You're pumping, you gotta have pumps, you gotta manage and fucking control and everything to get that water going. But from here, it just runs down into everything else, yeah? The spiritual condition will influence all the other conditions. Don't you feel that way? When, you, when grace is occurring, when shit of realization happens, whatever you want to call it, when you're doing service, that flow that's coming through doesn't feel like it's coming this way. It feels like it's coming this way, yeah? 
Yeah. Yeah. You're in the right location. You're not, the mental state ain't meant to be here. Yeah. We already, that throne has already been sitting on by spirit. Let's be clear. Yeah. So the selfing is of the mental state, reinforcing the idea that you're a physical, emotional, mental state over and over again by the language it's yapping about using all day. Yes? Every time it says I, you're pictured as a body. You're not pictured as spirit. Every time the head goes I, me, it's a body. It's reinforcing the body all day. There's nothing right or wrong with the body, but how is the body going to become spiritual? It's a body, yeah? The body is meant to have spirit move through it. It can't be spirit. It's a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a vessel. It's a conduit. It's a hose. Yeah? But the hose is never going to become the water that's moving through it. Its job is to direct, is to conduct the water. Yeah? Not to be the conductor, that's the higher power, but the water comes through the hose, and that's what f fulfills the hose. Yeah? So in AA, you do service, and you pass the message on, and you get a great sense of well-being because you're playing the role of the hose. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. You're on it, Kristen. Don't worry about it. More will be revealed. Yeah? Thank and you'll, you. notice in a, you'll notice as the months go by, you're taking self less seriously. And it will, and it will happen without any effort or thought from self. Just like the statement, you'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. Exactly. Spirit doesn't, when spirit moves something, it doesn't sweat. It's not efforting, is it? No. When I got struck sober, did I hear spirit take a huge breath before it fucking did that? No. <laughs> this, this is a... No, it just happened. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, well. All right. Thanks, honey. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Paul, we got a couple more questions. You want to take a quick break before we move on? It's 1.30 or 10. No, no, it's all right. But we'll end soon, though. All right. Come on, Ross. Good morning, Paul. Um, what you're sharing about makes me think about when they talk about step three and uh, uh, the 12 by 12, where they say, if I keep turning it over, I'm going to end up like the hole in the donut. And I wonder if you think, you know, that that hole in the donut, that's conscious contact and self is, is selfing is working hard to keep us away from that. Yes. Because see, basically this, the selfing is trying to draw your attention and interest to what it's fucking saying all day. Yeah. Thank you. And most of us are addicted to self. Primary and that's, how, that's where the addiction uh, is reinforced and maintained is following. It's sort of like following uh, 
a Twitter feed all fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we can't, we can't see it for what it is. It has to be suggested to us. That that's a possibility. Well, somehow, some people have a rude awakening. Something suddenly shakes everything out. Who knows? But I think hearing the message is the easiest off the way. Yeah. And some of the other methodologies are much rarer. They don't happen with great frequency, so to speak. So, yeah. Thank you. Trying to, you were trying to use a crude form of communication, not as the, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the words aren't the message. They're hopefully carrying the message. Yeah. And then the words go and the message gets in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a feeling. Yes, it's a feeling, a sense. It's a sense that no, when you have that sense, it's so way before se the sense of self, it's mind-boggling. <laughs> Sometimes when I try to tell people. What you are, it's way before the manufactured sense of all. Yeah, way. Yeah. Sometimes I ask people, I'd say, who are you when you're not thinking? Exactly. There's no interest in a who without thinking. <laughs> yeah. The thinking is the whole, is the, uh, <clears throat> that's where the reinforcement, that's where <clears throat> meaning is given. That's where the interpretation yeah. lies. That's where you get slowly or quickly, we start outgrowing our, let's say, childlike state, and we grow into a mental condition. And then that mental condition starts producing the sense, the physical, emotional, mental sense of an encounter of fear, but based on mental anxiety. Yep, and we end up right and alone. Yes, and the mental anxiety, it's like being electrocuted, like a small electrocution, like 50 times a day for some people. Because they have such yeah. a deep belief in the thoughts, when the thoughts say, you're fucked even though you're in Hawaii and the surf's great and your health's well and you just had a an acai bowl and shit like that. There's a, it go it runs through the whole system. <gasps> I could be fucked, yeah, because <laughs> our devotion to the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. It's where the where the energy source. The thoughts are just like throwing out bait and water, yeah, to see what you catch. Yeah, we're the big fish. The thoughts are like the bait to catch the fish. We're the fish. Yeah, I like that. Either we can be swimming in the ocean of that, or we get caught on that idea. As soon as you take the bait, you're seen as not a, just a fish, but a historical fish. A whole story shows up, and then it becomes the same old, same old. And then, of course. You're, you're, you get out of the bait, but then as soon as you get back on it again, it's been like, it's always been this way and all this. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's an unbelievable. See, it's funny. If you think you already own the house, it's sort of like there's a huge difference. There's a house that I can move into, but I haven't. Then... I've, had, I've been living in this house for 20 years. This is what the selfing does. It says what it's doing is it's trying to sell you a house, 
but it tells you you've been in that house for 20 years. You see? If you see it as trying to sell you a house, there's a power there because you don't have to buy the fucking house. But if you believe that you've been in the house for 20 years, all you can hope for is trying to get out of it. Yeah? <laughs> it's, it's fucking slavery. It's mental slavery going on. It hooks you with an idea. The idea has time in it. You don't see it. And it's telling you, you're not in the act of maybe taking something that's totally insane as being true. You are that insane truth. It's incredible, really. And yeah. it can be broken by seeing. We're aware. We're, what we are has never been besmirched by all this activity. That's the glory of it. Yeah? And that's why it's an unsuspecting inner resource. Because selfing has no intention of recognizing it. Yeah. And we stop giving our power to the selfing. We have that unsuspected inner resource. We are the unsuspecting inner resource. <laughs> we don't have one. We are it. Yes. The mental state is mining us all fucking day. <laughs> yeah. To it is to it is very clear we are the fucking big fish. But it wants the big fish not to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff, Paul. Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. You're welcome. Nice to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jackie, would you like to come in and ask your question, please? Always, always, always good to hear you, Paul. Nice to see you, Jackie. Yeah, I'm in the process of moving. That's the only reason you haven't seen me. Um, and your analogies and the way you describe things, I mean, I am so awed by it. But anyway. Yeah, let's move on. As I was listening to you, so we didn't come in selfing somewhere along the line out of somewhere in life that what the thoughts came in to kind of distract us and something took over that we had no control of. And then the veil, so to speak, fell. And then we realized that we, we are what we're looking for. Yes. Mm. Okay. You can go that way as a broad statement of it yes see bill w and the uh we agnostics on page 53 talks about a lot of conditions but he prefaces it without knowing it so without knowing it a lot of shit's going on so we're just attempting to bring a little light to what's going on and maybe there'll be a recognition uh by seeing your role in things, you'll see something else's role in things. Yeah? And maybe you can't be extracted from your life, but that can be. Or at least limited and diminished. Yes? Mm -hmm. And then maybe, maybe, just maybe, you'll start sensing the presence and you'll feel that new power flowing in and all that, all those great uh, expressions they write about in the big book You'll, the problem will not exist for you anymore. You'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. 
it just happens. All this stuff will become quite intimate with you. Yeah? And either, and if you have a seat assignment such as myself, maybe the relief, you'll, the whole situation will be re-engineered from the relief. So you'll see the problem from the solution. And maybe you can be able to describe the problem. Because the only way you're going to be clear about the problem is seeing it from the solution. <laughs> the problem from the solution. That's a good yeah. one. And we are the solution. Looking for or what we are looking for. Yeah, what's looking, what is looking is, let's say, a spirit is what we're looking for. Yeah. So we are of spirit. Yeah. So therefore, uh, there's no need to look for it because we are it. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> Thanks again. Just a reminder. Nice to see you, Jackie. Yeah. Uh, good luck with the move. Thank you, love. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Yeah. That's it, Paul. That's it. Oh, cool. Hey, uh, Hey, Mike, I'm going to call you when I get off, all right? Okay. I'll call you when we get off. All right, I'm, gonna, can, I'm just going to say good hello and goodbye, everyone. Hey, Dave, thanks a lot for everything. No worries, mate. Thank you. Thanks for sticking with us, yes. Yeah. I'll give you a call later on. Oh, call me up, yeah. I'm yeah, going to be around. Right. Rob, nice to see you. We got David. We got uh, Raven. Nice to see you, Raven. We got I, me, with, and uh, I don't know where Mai is, but he's probably around somewhere. Mike, nice to see you. We got Paul. He's, he's, uh, he's strutting around with flannel today. Yes, appropriate. <laughs> we got Ann. Nice to see you, Ann. Yes. Marty, pleasure as always. Uh, we got Bridget. Nice to see you, Bridget. Beth, have I met you before, Beth? Yes. No? Nice yeah. to meet you, Beth. We got Sakit. I can't see, but yeah. Thank you. Nice. We got Roman. Roman, as always, great pleasure. One of my main benefactors. Kristen, nice to see you, Kristen. Jono, as always, mm. yes. We got Megan. Nice to meet you, Megan. We got Shelly, Shelly, <laughs> Vicky. Oh, nice to see you, Vicky. Yeah. Am I going to be seeing you soon, Vicky? Yeah. We got, oh, we got uh, Mickey, Mickey, the uh, matriarch of Madeira, as always. <laughs> we got Paul, w oh, Phil W. Nice to see you, Phil. Richard H., pleasure. Leah, as always. Leah, very cool. We got Mika, another Mika, Wilson. Nice to see you, Mika. Traveling well? Yes, fantastic. Dean, nice to see you, Dean. John W., as always, looks beautiful there. Bev, Bev has stopped for a second for the goodbye. Nice to see you, Bev. Helen, as always, a great pleasure. We got Ross. Uh, we got, who else here? 
Uh, I lost some. Annette, nice to see you, Annette. Mm -hmm. Bruce, Chris Blake, fantastic. Looks like there's snow there. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Ross, Jack G, Jessica, John, John from Ireland. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, everyone. What a pleasure. Cheers, Paul. Yeah, yeah what a pleasure. Paul. And there's and stuff. There's the meeting after the meeting. So yeah, I'll talk All to right, you guys. Man. Nice to see you, Anne. Everyone again. Good to see you. I'll see you Saturday for the people uh, for the non-duality. If not Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Goodbye, Cheers, brother. See ya.